Hey, it's Hannah here. This is the Great Unraveling Podcast. Today, I'm really pleased to bring you a really interesting conversation with Alyssa Tasker. Alyssa is a life and business coach based in Sydney, Australia. And I wanted her to come and chat to me a little bit about what it's like to be an introvert and a sensitive soul and being someone that regularly uh, represents themselves on a variety of social media platforms. I know for myself that the online landscape has offered me endless possibility in playing with my expression and thinking about things in new and exciting ways and making really wonderful connections. But there are also times where it makes me feel a little bit icky and you kind of feel that vulnerability that comes with sharing stuff that is really personal to you. So Alyssa and I have a bit of a chat about how to move through the fear of expressing yourself on a public platform such as Instagram, the benefits of putting yourself out there even if it feels really scary and I love this story. Alyssa shares the recent leap that she's taken to build more connection with her community. So I hope you enjoy this chat. If you want to discuss it more, head over to Instagram and um, chat to me. Here's Alyssa. Okay, well, let's dive in. So Alyssa, thank you so much for coming onto my podcast. I'm really excited to have you here and uh, I thought to bring you onto the show because I wanted to talk about the topic of visibility and I've been following you for a while now and I've just been really, um, I guess, moved by the way that you so beautifully um, express yourself in your um, Instagram and online. And it got me thinking, I want to know more about her and how she's got to this point. Oh, that's so lovely. Thank you so much for having me. And that's lovely to hear. Oh, it's definitely been a journey in the, the online world. Mm, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's step by step. And I was curious to ask you, have you always felt this confident? Because what comes across is just this beautiful ball of confidence. <laughs> Not even close. No. Um, I've always been quite shy, quite introverted. Um, and if I told myself 10 years ago that I'd be willing to put the things that I put online now, I would not have believed it. Um, but a couple of years ago, um, I studied public relations and I randomly, I was learning social media for public relations and made a friend on there that's probably the most extroverted person that I will ever meet in my life and now he's one of my best friends and he pushed me beyond belief <laughs> to start putting myself out there and not to be scared and um, through that friendship we had a radio show and we hosted parties and um, made a Mardi Gras float and um, had an online international movement and from all of those things, I was petrified, but I knew that it was safe to step up. And so all the little steps along the way helped me 
to eventually be comfortable with putting myself out there. So it was an extrovert pushing an introvert, I guess, <laughs> to really take those leaps and and just not be afraid, I guess, as much anymore to to show my face and to show my message and to show my journey along the way. Mm. Yeah, I'm an introvert myself and if I look back on my life, I've spent so much of it hiding and yeah. sometimes it takes being around a different type of energy, another person to see that, hey, it's not that scary and it actually looks kind of fun. Exactly. It's, you kind of see the extroverts and you're like, oh, but they're doing all this cool stuff. Oh, but I don't want to be seen. I'd rather just stay at home and read a book that sometimes you just have to take that chance, I guess. And you can do double. You can have your extrovert time. And I think it's about being really aware of like your energies and you can go out and you can do the extrovert stuff and then you can hide for a week and not <laughs> speak to anyone and gather your energy back again I guess it, yeah you just have to be really aware of it but the extroverts have a lot of fun so sometimes we have to um take that leap and that chance I guess to to see what they're up to mm. and I love how you said that even though it felt uh, you know, scary or uncomfortable that you just did it anyway. Where did you get that courage from? Um, probably being put in situations that I had no choice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> up. I, I kind of roll with it and tell myself, just try it. But I don't know if you've seen, um, we bought a zoo that movie with Matt Damon in it. I haven't. Well, oh, yeah. It's a really good movie. But he talks about having courage for five seconds. I'm sure someone much more brilliant than Matt Damon has. <laughs> but that's where we're going with this. Yeah. Um, he talks about having confidence for five seconds and you just do something and you take that chance and you just have to be courageous for that amount of time. So any situation that I've been in, that's made me feel a bit oh god this is the scariest thing ever I've just taken that five seconds whether it's speaking to someone that I would be petrified to speak to generally or um posting a photo online that I generally would not want to post um I just take that that moment to see if I can do it and if I can I just do it and in the five seconds generally that fear is gone and I've done something that I didn't think I was able to do before I love that. I love that strategy. I've been trying that at home just with like doing the dishes and things like that. I'm just like, I'll just do one. And then it's yeah. like, okay, I do them all now. <laughs> and that's yes, like, exactly. But it's just starting. It's just, um, yeah, it's just starting to um, play with it and to try it and to see how it feels. And it's exactly. great that it can just be a baby step and then you do it. And like, I don't know if you're like me, but I'll often do something that makes me nervous and then kind of not like kind of check out for a bit because I'm like, whoa, yes. that was intense. <laughs> yeah. Like I reward myself with not speaking to anyone for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to check my Instagram for two days because that was way exactly. too like vulnerable. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, can someone else check my Instagram for me and just see what others' reactions yeah. are? <laughs> just to make sure I had to pull it yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Let me know if I should delete it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's true. It's sort of, um, it's quite vulnerable. It's a vulnerable feeling um, when you're putting yourself out there. 
Why do you think we worry so much about how others see us? I think there's so much online and I think so much is out there about us that it's concerning that people can form opinions of us based on a few photos. And so we want our best selves to come across. And I think a lot of it is from the past, anyone can Google you, like anyone from school can Google you, anyone at all, ex-boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. And so we want everyone to think that we're succeeding at life and we want to believe that we're putting our best foot forward. And if we're being vulnerable online and putting things out there that we generally wouldn't want to, um, that's scary because people could see that we're not Oprah level. We're not um, doing things that, I don't know, our 10-year-old ten, our self would look back and go, oh, that's amazing. It's, it's a fear, I guess, just of being seen. Yeah, I think um, it's interesting, this whole idea of being seen, visibility and identity. And it's like we not only have our real life identities, we also have these online personas. And we have a lot of um, control over how we um, put ourselves out there. And I think that can create a lot of anxiety because we have so much choice and so much um yeah ability to shift the way people perceive us based on where what we post what we say and um it can really leave you feeling a little bit stuck and um overwhelmed at times yeah absolutely yeah you go i think yeah if um if you think about like how you behave in front of your family and then how you behave in front of your friends, it, it, it's quite often very different. And so when you're putting yourself online, it becomes public knowledge, I guess. Your family's going to see what you're like to your friends. They're going to see who you really are. And I'm, I'm always very conscious of what I'm putting online. And I think like what my family see is like an introverted, really quiet person that will sit in the corner and just like zone out compared to what I like portray myself online it's a very different person and so it can get confusing um putting yourself online and worrying about oh they're going to see me like this and this person's going to see me like this and trying to find a balance I guess in what you are actually putting out there Mm. and it also um like you're talking about the two different um, ways of expressing and it doesn't mean one is less authentic than the other but what I also love about the online world is that you can actually um, move outside of all those boxes that you've been put in and it sounds like that's what you've been able to do is really challenge those things and represent yourself in a way that feels really fun and playful and free. Absolutely. I think it just gives us a voice and the online world helps you to connect with people that are really your people and have your interests and it's, it gives us a chance, I guess, to meet people that aren't just based on location and I think in the past, your friendship groups have always been based on the people that lived near you and the people that you went to school with and it's all been very location, but now the whole world's open to us and social media allows us to meet people that 
understand our journeys, understand, I've said journeys so many times already. Um, I have, un like they understand us on a different level and understand our passions. And so that's really interesting as well. Yeah, and without putting ourselves out there, we really, I guess we don't have those opportunities to connect more broadly outside of our um, circles that are local to us. So it really offers this beautiful chance to build those connections and friendships. And they really are friendships. I've got a lot of online friends who I've never met in real life, but who I consider really dear friends of mine. Absolutely. I've traveled the world uh, with people that I've met through blogging and social media. I went to America a couple of years ago um, with a friend that's in Queensland and we met up with five different people while we were in New York and North Carolina with people that I met online just sharing the, the joys, I guess, of blogging. And it, it led to a worldwide adventure. It's an amazing thing when you can build those relationships, I guess, and online you don't have that opportunity to spend time with people in person. So I think it makes you be a little bit more vulnerable because you can hide behind a screen. You can mm -hmm. share your deepest, darkest secrets and it's not quite as intimidating as saying it to someone in person. Yeah, it's perfect for the introvert, isn't it? <laughs> um, I just wanted to mention, I noticed recently you posted on your Instagram an invitation to meet up with people for a... <laughs> Tell me about that. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so scary. Um, <laughs> so I was thinking about the fact that it's quite scary starting a business, and um, it can be very alienating. You feel like you're the only one doing it, and you're constantly working with a laptop, and there's not always interaction. So I wanted to know who was following me now, and I wanted to know what other people were struggling with, and how I can connect with the people that are following me. So I took a chance and put it out there. And it was one of those moments where I just wanted to tell someone else to check it for me. <laughs> I messaged people and said, if no one comments, you need to comment. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Be my person. <laughs> and people commented, thank God. People commented and so now I've got coffee dates in person and online dates lined up just to be able to connect with people and people have been messaging me about it and sharing their stories just in messages and it's I guess made me really appreciate that I've put bits and pieces of myself out there because they feel comfortable now to be able to speak to me about their life story as well and it kind of shocked me. I forget now because I'm quite open with everything online. And it shocked me that people were so comfortable just to tell me everything happening in their life. And I was like, wow, I really am doing something. I am putting myself out there, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I think people, people know that it's a vulnerable step to put forward such a generous offer. So I think that that can really touch people and they feel like it's an open kind of safe space to be able to also reach out and connect. So I'm really excited to hear how that evolves and um, continues to richen your experience as, um, as a, I guess, just someone who's interested in human relationships and connecting. 
Hannah, are you going to have a coffee date with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could actually have a real coffee date. <laughs> yes. Now you're committed to it because it's recorded. <laughs> Um, and my only criteria is that it's not 39 degrees because oh, I'm my best self. <laughs> no, let's wait till winter. We'll have a winter yes. coffee date. That sounds <laughs> <Amazing>. wonderful. <laughs> Preferably in a bookshop or something. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Somewhere that's Oh my gosh, yes. Cozy. <laughs> yes, I'm down with that. I look forward to it. <laughs> yeah, for any listeners listening, it's been really hot in Sydney and that's where I um, record my podcast. And I'm not a summer person, much to many people's um, shock and horror that I don't love summer. So, um, <laughs> no, that sounds, that sounds really awesome. So I'm wondering, um, you do share yourself so openly and obviously there is doubt that creeps up. How do you cope with it? Um... I try and tell myself when I'm putting anything online, I really think about would I have needed to hear someone saying what I'm saying or would me five years ago have needed to see someone talking about this or doing this or showing my photo or anything like that? And if the answer is yes, then I just share it. I can delete it. It's not like it's there forever. Always the internet, everything's there forever. <laughs> but I, I just tell myself that sometimes you need to say these things. And if something comes into me and I'm like, oh, I need to share this right now. If it helps one person, then I'm happy with that. So I just take those chances. And some days it doesn't work and some days it does. Um, it, I just push through it. And I guess that's been a really big thing for me over the last year is just learning to push the fear aside and being vulnerable and sharing whatever I'm going through at the moment. I try to make sure that online I am very transparent. I try not to make my life seem super, super perfect and um all positive, happy stuff all the time because that's nobody. No one is up all the time. Mm. And so I do my best to kind of keep it real. And on those real days where I'm like, you know what, I'm having a shit week. Um, I don't always want to share that because I think, oh, my God, it's not a long way message. But it is because that's life. Mm. Yeah. Push through it. Yeah, definitely. And I love that you said that sort of the stuff that you needed to hear in the past um, yeah. because yeah like I think a lot of your uh, a lot of what you say and your messaging is just so um, it's really about confidence and having confidence and um, just you know accepting yourself and I personally can relate to that I know I read your posts and sometimes I think well I really needed to hear that today so it really is a service and it really does make a difference in people's lives and that's the result of you stepping out of your comfort zone so it's yeah it's so worth it that makes me want to cry oh <laughs> that means a lot thank you that's okay um so if we're kind of i guess at a point in our lives where we want to show ourselves more whether that be online or whether that be at work in our relationships or in our communities 
how can we start to look at what's holding us back and how can we move forward? Um, I think a great way to do it is to start talking to someone that you trust. Um, I've gotten more comfortable talking about myself by talking to a few close friends. And as you get more comfortable talking about the things you want in life and really getting clear with yourself about what you want to achieve in your life or what you're wanting to achieve at the moment, then it becomes easier to make it a reality. Um, so I'll often speak to my friends and be like, at the moment at work, I want a pay rise or at the moment at work, I want to do this or I want to start putting myself out, out more online. And once you start talking to people, it holds you accountable, I guess, and it gives you a little support squad of people saying that you can do it. Um, another way I do it is journaling to get clear on what's holding you back and um, just trying to work out what it is that I'm trying to hide, what it is that I don't feel comfortable sharing and why I don't feel comfortable sharing. And um, just really acknowledging what's going on inside of you so that you can get clear, I guess, on why you don't feel comfortable sharing, what it is, and then choosing little bits and pieces that you are willing to share. Um, a thing I do with my clients when I'm working on their confidence is every day for a month, they need to write down something that they love about themselves. And it boosts your confidence beyond belief and it kind of gives you something to talk about as well because you'll forget the things that you've done in your life that are really, really cool. And it gives you confidence to be like, oh my God, I can tell people about that time. Last year I met Buzz Aldrin. Like what on earth? <laughs> but you don't think about that type of stuff. So yeah. it kind of boosts you up and it, it makes you remember the things that you've accomplished already and the things that you didn't think were possible in the past you can do them because you have done things in the past that would have scared you already. So making a list, like the first couple of days, it can be, I like my hair, I like my eyes, I like that I'm kind. But after like day 15, you're really struggling and you've really got to dig deep mm. on what it is that you do love about yourself. Yeah. And do you have to believe it in the beginning or does it just basically no. just start? <laughs> a very wise friend once told me, fake it till you make it. Mm. And I thought she was crazy, but it worked. If you tell yourself you're confident, fake that confidence, and then one day you will have confidence because you will trick yourself into it and you'll forget that fear and you can suddenly do things like a lizard. Mm, yeah. I think that's a really easy thing that you can put into place and it doesn't take that much effort to think of one thing, even if you don't fully believe it yet, you know, just roll with it and play with the idea and see after a month if something has shifted. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's a simple step and it's a self-loving step. I mean, it's not something scary. It doesn't involve anyone else. So it's completely secret. No one's going to see your list and it just gives you something to look back on and think, hey, yeah, I do have some really cool things about me that other people would be interested in. Yeah. And um, 
I guess that leads me on to the next question, which is what do we have to gain by putting our real selves out there and showing up in the world in a way that feels true to us? What Have you got any thoughts on, you know, what you've personally gained from stepping out more? I think it gives you uh, stronger relationships in your life. Um, the more you put out there, the more people know you and they can relate to you better and they're willing to share more with you. So it's definitely strengthened the relationships in my life when um, I'm willing to be vulnerable and it kind of gives permission to whoever you're being vulnerable to to also be in that state with you. Uh, so I feel like it's, it's brought some amazing friendships into my life, whether it's in person or online. Uh, it's definitely impacted my life greatly, just taking those chances and showing up where I generally wouldn't show up. Um, I think opportunities come our way if we are showing up and we are taking those risks, I guess, to put ourselves out there. If no one knows what you're doing and no one knows what your message is or who you are or what you're about, then they don't know to come to you for different things. So it definitely helps from a business aspect to be putting yourself out there uh, so that people know who you are, what you're about, and that they can refer you, refer people to you, sorry, if um, something comes along that makes sense for them to think, hey, Hannah would be really cool at that, like I should refer her to that person. But if you're not putting yourself out there, that's never going to happen. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you're not really giving anyone the opportunity to work with you or get to know you or connect with you or link you up with an amazing project. You just won't have that come your way because you're literally hiding. Um, I, I was listening to something the other day and can't remember exactly what it was, but it was talking about her hiding is a habit. And I really believe that. I think that if we're introverted or, um, you know, a little bit less um, inclined to want to be um, being seen or visible, we can get into those everyday habits of just sort of withholding and withdrawing and, um, yeah, not fully... Um, allowing people to get to know us and I'm curious what do you think about that concept do you think it, it's a habit that needs to be broken I think it definitely exists as you were saying and I was like oh god that's me um, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely I I mean it's hard as an introvert to say yes it needs to be broken because I don't think that we should have to be anything that we're not like why should we force ourselves to be extroverted just for attention or for our business I think there's definitely a balance between doing it and doing it a way that feels authentic to you um hiding's great to an extent but I think it definitely needs to be broken or you have to learn how to manage it in a way that you come out of hiding or hibernation for short periods of time and for different things and then you can go back to hiding afterwards. It's, uh, I guess it's about choosing where you want to show up and where you need to show up. So if an event comes up and you really want to go, like if it's a networking event, um, it's about saying to yourself, is it really important? Should I be coming out of hiding for this? 
and if it's something that is going to benefit you greatly then you need to take that step and you need to go and do it and then you can go back and hide again giving yourself a chance to actually go and do different things and taking chances um, is really important so it is important to get out of hiding Mm, yeah what are some of the common fears and doubts that come up with your clients around this stuff uh people not understanding them or people not connecting with them not understanding their message um or people not interacting at all whether it's at a live event like what going to an event and not knowing anyone it's a massive fear um and what if they don't meet anyone what if they don't um connect with anyone and being that person that's alone um or online it can often be misconstrued whatever we're saying and that's a great fear as well um it's it's hard when we're putting things online because it can be interpreted in different ways so what can be said as one thing can be completely taken different um, any comments that we make online can be misconstrued as well. So I think that's a great fear and really getting clear on your message and knowing that um, whatever you're putting out into the world is a positive thing and um, not being so concerned about the outcome and just taking a step first and then trusting that the right things will come from it. So mostly with my clients, it's about not being heard or being misunderstood so we do a lot of work around getting clear on messages to make sure that they're confident in what they're putting out into the world yeah that's such a good point because i think um prior to my coaching business i had a photography business and um i did that oh, i still do a little bit of it but i ran that for about four years and um I really loved it, but there was a disconnect and I found um, the way I would put myself out there and represent myself just wasn't strong. And I was, you know, I'd end up posting something, deleting something, feeling unsure, then posting stuff that I thought people would like and then, but not really wanting to, you know, wanting to sort of push the boundaries, but not feeling confident because I knew that I would lose a lot of um, followers, which in hindsight yeah. just seems crazy. Um, and I found I was starting to curate my um, presence, my online presence in a way that was pleasing others. And um, I think that had a lot to do with the fact that I was slightly disconnected from the service I was providing. And mm -hmm. I now have a contrast in what I'm doing now, feels so aligned. I just don't even, I feel really, I, I just know what I'm doing and I don't question that as much because I know my message. I know that it's important. I know if one person gets something from it, it's worth it. I know if 10 people unfollow me because of it, I wish them well. It's about having yeah. that confidence behind what you're saying and being okay with not being for everybody. Not You can't um, please everyone or... Um, be everyone's um, person, I guess. Absolutely. And we don't want to be everyone's person. If I think that's something I've been talking to a lot of people about lately is you're not everybody's cup of tea and that's absolutely okay because you have met people in your life that you've just thought you are the worst human being in the world or you are the most irritating person I've ever met. 
and they're not your person. So you've met people that you don't click with, so you're not going to click with everybody on the other way as well. And it's really hard because generally in society we are people pleasers and we want everyone to like us. And online you can really fall into that trap of posting things, wanting more likes and wanting more interaction. And so you'll post something and if it doesn't resonate with your audience, you're like, oh my God, what did I do? Like, why did I post that? And you'll pull it down. But I think it's really important with the online world that you're genuinely posting things that resonate with yourself. I had a moment a few weeks ago that I posted a hilarious photo. Well, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> photo. I, I was looking on a stock photo website and I found a picture of a girl on a bed with teddy bears, but the teddy bears had, um, they were covered in tape in a, interesting poses. I was like, what on earth is this? This is the Amazing. funniest thing I've ever seen. It was hilarious. And so I was like, I've got to put this on Instagram. And then I was like, this does not fit with your brand. This does not fit with what you're coaching about. Like, you cannot post this. And then I thought, if I can't post something that makes me laugh, then I'm not being true. Like, your brand is you. And so you need to be able to have that leeway, I guess, in your brand to still post things that are about you. Like as soon as you get to a point where you can't post something because it's not on brand, that's a problem because it's an extension of you and you need to be able to post things that probably aren't going to get as many likes, but it's hilarious and you know <laughs> that a few people will get a kick out of it. So it makes it work. Absolutely. And it means that you're not just this two dimensional brand, like you are a person, you have a life beyond your business and you have, um, a, you know, a sense of humor. And I think that gives the audience insight into um, some other aspects of you, whether, you know, it, it is liked a lot or not. I don't think it matters, but I think you made a really good point. As soon as you start to feel like, I can't post what I really want to post. There's something going on. Exactly. There's a disconnect there and that's mm. when you need to reassess what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting. I think I would, I, yeah, I, I was thinking like, okay, I wasn't thinking anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> My brain was like, <laughs> My brain was and I filtered through and was like, I don't think that's worth thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm getting hot. <laughs> what happened? Delirium. I, I know. <laughs> um <laughs> gonna come back from that. Um <laughs> And why I do that, I'll make sure my sound is working. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Testing. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm really curious to know what projects are you working on right now? What, what work are you doing? How can we work with you? How can we get to know you more? So at the moment, I'm working on a project called Live Now, Not When. So we all have our when. 
ways of when we lose weight, then we'll do this. When we fall in love, then we'll do this. When my business is successful, then I'll be willing to invest back into it. And we put things off and never actually do them. And it's really worrying when you look at all the things that you're putting off. When I have time, I'll go and have that holiday or I'll go and see my parents when I have time. And we put really important things off all the time, yet we find time to spend six hours watching Gilmore Girls. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know it. <laughs> it's all about um, really getting people to live in the moment. So my opt-in on my website is a list of 100 fun things to do now, not when. So there's some crazy things on there like skydiving, there's things like just calling an old friend and saying, hey, and catching up. Uh, there's things like a spa day or learn to skateboard and go to the beach and take a selfie with friends. Lots of different things. So um, you can get that list on my website. And I'm also sending out heart-shaped sunglasses. Wow. They go out to, yeah, they're a bit fancy. That's amazing. <laughs> So I've got lots of heart-shaped sunglasses that get sent out along with the list. And then I have people do some of the things on the list, send in some photos, then pass the glasses on to someone that they think um, would enjoy the project as well. So that's um, my little passion project at the moment. That It's amazing to see people out there doing different things that they generally wouldn't do. Um, just because of this little project and doing the glasses that's really exciting for me at the moment and i'm coaching so i'm a life and business coach and work with people mostly that are procrastinators or workaholics <laughs> so that's something that i've definitely struggled with my entire life queen of procrastination and queen of pinterest it's my <laughs> rat so um, working with people that have those issues to get their businesses rolling and um, helping them with confidence to really take a step into their business. I really wanted to ask you what you've done recently with the Live Now Not When project for yourself. Uh, so what have I done lately? I have taken a mini break. I have um, gone on a date with my grandmother and hung out with her. I've had a dance party. Just um, <laughs> little things. I've taken a day off work and just hung out with myself and gone to the beach and I had a lunch date with myself and just had, you know how you always just want to have a perfect day? I've had a perfect day of taking the day off, getting up, grabbing brunch and going to the beach, hanging out there for a bit then catching up with friends for dinner and going to the movies like just having an absolutely perfect day uh, so i've done that and i've gone to an exhibition of um a photographer that i adore called max dupain so i did that and um, so lots of little things oh and compliment a stranger that was a really important one for me because that was scary to actually speak to a stranger and tell them something that I loved about them. But I did do that one day. And so that was exciting to do. How was that received? Slight shock. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then flattery. She was really flattered. I was like, I just wanted to let you know that your dress is really beautiful. You look amazing in it. And she was like, oh, 
thanks. Thank you so much. And I think once she processed that it was just someone doing something really kind, then she really appreciated it. But it did take her a moment to take in the compliment and acknowledge that it was happening. And then she was like, oh, thank you. That, and you could see when she walked away and her smile that she genuinely appreciated it, that it was petrifying doing it. Mm, yeah, but it probably made such a difference to her. Exactly. And that makes it worth it. With me feeling, oh my God, I want to vomit. It was worth it if you make someone smile. Yeah. There's so many times I want to do that, but I'm like slightly awkward. (laughs) You need to do it from now on. I insist. Okay. I'm going to take up the challenge and I'm going to do it. I'll reward you with glasses. Oh, good. <laughs> so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think um, it's interesting, like, living in Sydney, when people are nice to me, I always kind of go, oh, do you want something? Or what What? Yeah, like, what are you exactly. doing? Like, are you trying to harass me? Or is something going on? <laughs> Get away from me. I have nothing. <laughs> it's like, I don't want your seat. Like... Yeah. <laughs> It's so funny. It's like, um, or if someone speaks to you like on the bus or something, it's like, whoa, okay, are you like weird or like how do I get away from you? Or you've had your headphones in and you didn't hear any of it and you're like, I'm sorry, I didn't hear and they have to repeat themselves and then it's just really awkward. (laughs) Oh man, that's good. A friend of mine actually, off topic, um, She's really introverted, really shy. And um, she caught the train to work and she listens to music on her iPhone. And um, she realised, like, she'd been on this train for half an hour and she realised her headphones weren't actually plugged in. So the whole, <laughs> the whole trip had been, no. like, her blasting <laughs> music in the carriage. Oh, my God. Gosh. <laughs> and you know, for an introvert, that's pretty confronting. <laughs> so I assume she's now got a car and drives to work. Yeah. yeah safe to day. say. <laughs> yeah. You can never catch this train again. It's safe to say her earphones must be really crappy quality as well. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I hope it was like Spice Girls or something like that. <laughs> we can only hope. I never heard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or death. She bell. hasn't come out of hiding. Yeah. <laughs> or meditation. I'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awkward. Um... <laughs> Some Tibetan um, pipes. Or... Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh the poor thing yeah (laughs) a lot of therapy there a lot of therapy (laughs) Um, (laughs) thank you so much for talking with me today I think it's just given me so much more insight into how you've navigated this whole world of showing up and vulnerability and visibility and what I've taken out of it is it is just so worth it it's so worth putting yourself out there if that feels aligned and if it feels good for you thank you for listening everyone I really appreciate you sticking around for the full interview Uh, let Alyssa know that you heard her here on the podcast and um, I'm sure she'd love to hear what you thought about the conversation today and if you are also struggling with these issues 
um, shout out and let us know what tips you have implemented to make it feel less awkward. <laughs> um, anyway, I will be back in your ears at some point. My regular scheduling has taken a bit of a nosedive because of my other life commitments, but Rest assured, there are more great conversations coming your way. And if you have any topics that you would like me to cover or anyone who you're busting to hear um, talk about a particular topic or, you know, just hang and get some insights into what's going on inside their brains, let me know. Send me a message on Instagram. It's kind of the only place I hang out. Facebook isn't really for me. Um, otherwise, you can email me through my website at greatunraveling.net. Until next time, bye.